body that hang on the cross that you took upon yourself and bore the wrath of God so that whoever believes in you, O Lord Jesus, will have eternal life. Thank you, God, for your only Son, Jesus Christ, and what he has done to us. And may what he has done for us truly change us from inside out, Father, putting all our trust in him, because there's nothing good in us that can earn our way to heaven, but only when we are clothed with the perfect righteousness of the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus, for your sacrifice. May our life be truly be transformed, that we will spend our life forever in the sight of life, worshiping you with all our mind, our soul, our heart, and our strength. And bless our time tonight. May you be glorified in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Check, check. All right. Guys, summer camp is only eight days away. Are you excited? Yeah! Come on. So exciting. It's kind of like, you know, when Christmas time comes and you're just like super excited for Christmas day to come. And I would just always ask my mom, how many nights until Christmas day? Like how many times do I have to go to sleep until I can wake up and it'll be Christmas day? And she'll be like, eight, eight nights, son, eight nights. I'm like, okay, I can't wait. And then I try to go to bed and I can't sleep. For eight days because I'm so excited for Christmas to come and that's kind of how I feel for summer camp so exciting it's gonna be so fun are you excited <laughs> yes awesome uh, okay has anybody started packing yet anybody you started packing already I didn't even send you the packing list yet how do you know what to pack okay clothing she knows to pack pack clothing maybe some of us haven't started yet Okay, I'm sending your parents the packing list tomorrow, and then you can get all your stuff laid out. When I was your age also, I would just like lay out all of my stuff for trips like two weeks before the trip would even take place. And I would just make sure I have everything ready because I was so excited. Maybe you're like that. Okay, but I'm sending you the packing list tomorrow, so get ready for that. Um, let me give you a preview on what I think that some of you are going to bring to camp. Are you ready? Boys, when boys go to camp, these are a handful of essential items. Are you ready? They will remember to pack a bathing suit. Most will remember to bring a pillow. And some will even bring a towel. Very good. But these are not the most important things to the boys. They will try to bring things to get in trouble. Stink bombs, water balloons, whoopee cushions, electric buzzers, pocket knives, pictures of their mothers. Are you bringing that? Maybe you'll miss her. Maybe, maybe you just want a picture of her to remember her. It's four days. Okay, if this is you boys, I would just say be careful because I've designated Carlos to be the bad cop for the entire weekend. So I don't have to tell you to go home. Carlos will tell you to go home if you bring any pocket knives or, or uh, bombs or anything like that, okay? So Carlos, congratulations. You're the bad cop. You can send them home. That's good. Nuggies for all. Nuggies, okay. Um, nuggets or nuggies? Okay, good. Uh, there is a second category that boys will most likely, no doubt, bring which is candy. 
boys will bring the candy. No youth boy will ever go to camp without packing at least half of his bag with a huge supply of candy and outrageous amounts of junk food. Who's going to bring some junk food, some candy? I would probably make sure my, my best snacks are there, even though there's going to be a snack shack at summer camp where you can buy all of your goodies with points that you earn at camp during our team games. We'll talk about that more later, but you're going to get some pretty nice snacks. There will be Sour Patch. There will be M&M's, chocolate, Reese's, gum, chips, jerky, you name it. They will have it. Boys will bring the junk food, the candy, and all the stuff that's going to get them in trouble, right? Hopefully not. Okay, now ladies, while it's easy to laugh at the guys, okay, what are you going to bring to camp? You are not without your own oddities. While guys will be content to not shower, to not brush their hair, maybe not even brush their teeth for five days, Ladies will continue on as if there is a Hollywood ball fashion show for the entire weekend. You'll make sure you have all the right clothes. You'll make sure you have all the team colored accessories that you can have, the right bow ties, or not bow ties, hair bows. You'll go to Party City. You'll go in those sections where it's all color co coordinated. You'll figure out your team color and you'll buy everything on that section because you want to have the, the right tutu and everything and it's going to be great. Is that you? No. Oh, okay. No, that's not you? What, what are you going to bring? I know what you're going to bring. You're going to bring, when I ask you to bring a pen on the packing list, you're going to bring 20 pens because you want to make sure your notes are all color coordinated and looking pretty and all nice. Is that what you're going to bring? Okay, maybe, maybe you bring that. Alright, all joking aside, camp is only eight days away. Are you excited? Okay. You're excited. You will spend time this week going through, going to the store to buy suntan lotion, maybe? Water shoes, maybe? New shorts? But I also want to encourage you, okay? In the midst of all this packing and excitement, you're getting ready for games. At the end of this, we're going to break you out into your teams, and you're going to figure out who's on your team, and you're going to strategize together how are we going to dominate this weekend? And some of you are going to try to cheat, but you shouldn't. Anyways, in the midst of all this excitement, I want you to make sure that you're not only ready to bring everything on the packing list, but that your hearts are ready for camp. I want you to prepare your hearts for a weekend full of you and God. You focusing on God as we listen to five sessions by Josh Petrus, as we worship together through song, I want you to prepare your hearts. It's important that our hearts are prepared for camp, but too often we are so busy trying to get everything together that we run out of time to get our hearts and minds tuned in to camp. So we are going to look at nine aspects, okay? The longest amount of points I've ever done. Nine aspects to look at. Actually... I think I have seven, seven aspects to look at so that you can personally prepare for camp, okay? Seven aspects. Some of you are not going to camp, and uh, if you're not, I would just beg you, please come to camp because it's so fun, right? Is it fun? Yeah! Okay, you still have time. You can sign up for camp, but even if you're still not going, I would say still don't tune out, okay? Because you want get, to get your hearts ready no matter what, okay? Number one, the first aspect to prepare yourself for camp 
is your personal relationship with God. Your personal relationship with God. This is the number one reason why we even go to camp. To build a relationship, to strengthen our relationship with Jesus Christ. Camp is an opportunity for you to get away from all the distractions of life and just be alone, just you and God, for four days, undistracted from the world. It's an opportunity for you to evaluate your life and your relationship with God and ask yourself, do I really have a relationship with Jesus? I know that my parents love God. In fact, my whole family loves God, and I go to church too with them. But do I really have my own relationship with Jesus? Is it my own? Let me give you a head start on answering that question. You can look at Matthew chapter 22. Why don't you turn there? Matthew 22, verse 37. First book in the New Testament, Matthew 22, verse 37. We'll just read, we'll we'll start at verse 34 so you can get some context, okay? Matthew 22, verse 34, it says this, But when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered themselves together. And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like, you shall love your neighbor as as yourself. And on these two commandments depend the whole law and the prophets. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Is this you? Do you love God? This is a question I want you to be thinking throughout camp. And even as we prepare for camp, as we head into camp, do I love God and do I have a relationship with him? This is the truth of the genuine Christian. Your relationship with Jesus Christ is the closest, most personal, most meaningful relationship you will ever have in your entire life. Jesus Christ is your best friend. He is your truest companion, your wisest counselor, your meditation, your hope, your peace, your joy, your fulfillment, your satisfaction, and your most prized possession. It is him that you love more than any and all other things on this planet. When I was in junior high, when I was your age, the thing that I pursued the most, my prized possession, and the thing I spent all my time on was school, okay? I loved school. I got straight A's. All my teachers loved me. I was sixth grade, seventh grade, and eighth grade president. I was avid president. I was on the basketball team. I won every turkey trot, which was our race. I was faster than everybody else, and I was super prideful. And I just wanted as many friends as I could could get. I wanted all the uh, uh, extra credit points, all the ranch hands, which are like good like little prizes that you get if you do good stuff around campus. I was all about school. I pursued school. That is what I loved. That was my biggest pursuit when I was your age. But what the Bible says is that our highest pursuit, our biggest passion, our, our, our most uh, passionate desire should be our relationship with Jesus Christ. That is our biggest pursuit. 
Philippians 3, verse 7, you can write this one down. Philippians 3, 7 says, But whatever things were gained to me, those things I have counted as loss for the sake of Christ. More than that, I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Is Jesus Christ the greatest treasure of your heart? Have you given yourself to lesser things this week, to lesser things of this world, video games, YouTube, TV, habitual sin? How is your time in the word? How is your prayer life? And if you look at your life and you haven't been in the word and you haven't been praying, then my guess is that your love for God is very weak. It would show, right? We, we learned from Ryan this past Sunday the importance of his word. And if we're genuine Christians, then we'll want to pursue his word. We'll want to know more about God. And the only way we can know about God is through the words, the very words that he has given us. And we'll learn this Sunday uh, by Alex that the importance of prayer and the fact that we must pray. We must pray boldly to our God who actually listens to us. That is how we communicate with him. If we want a true relationship with Jesus then we will read our Bibles and we will pray. We need to consistently evaluate this area of our life. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That's what you got to ask yourself going into camp, okay? Do I really have a true, genuine relationship with God? Do I? The second aspect of camp you should prepare for is number two, hearing the word. Hearing the word. Again, this is the very words of God. Isn't that crazy? This is the very word of God. And you're going to go to camp and there's going to be four days of you just listening and hearing the word of God preached to you. You're going to hear five sessions from Josh Petrus in four days saturated time in God's word. It is all about God's word, who he is, and we're going to get to know him. And if Jesus Christ was our camp speaker, he would not say anything different than what he has already given us in his word. It is all here. It is all here for us to learn, for us to know God, for us to build our relationship with God This is the very living, breathing, active word of God. And we're going to hear it a lot at camp. Are you excited for that? Are you excited? All right, come on. You should be excited to hear God's word. It's important. Hebrews 4.12 says this. You can write this one down. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword and piercing as far as the division of soul and spirit of both joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are open and laid bare to the eyes of him whom we have to do. God's word has the ability to awaken the dead, to convict sin, to lead us in righteousness, to comfort our souls, to give us wisdom, to tell us about God, to show us the way to heaven, to show us our purpose in life. Everything we need to know is in this Bible, is in the very word of God. 
This is a significant book. In that camp, you will have a significant opportunity to listen to it. When I was in high school, uh, I was in a science class, and we always looked forward to the day when our teacher would bring in a whole bunch of dead fetal pigs. And they came in bags, and we, we would dissect pigs because it was an anatomy class, and we would learn the different parts of the pig and, and everything that's going inside there. And for the guys, it was just like the funnest thing ever, okay? They gave us knives. Our school gave us knives, and we cut into a pig and laid it open with its guts spilling out. And it was the coolest thing ever. Besides the, the pig juice splashing in my face, it was awesome. You could see it all. You could pick out the intestines and its brains. You could chop off its arms. Really sad, but we did it, and it was fun. That is what we need. We need to be, in a sense, cut open and laid bare before the Lord. We need him to look into the darkness of our hearts and expose the areas of sin so that he can change us, so that he can change our hearts. As you prepare for camp, I want you to prepare to hear the living, breathing, active word of God. Ask yourself, am I ready to listen to that? Am I ready to hear? The next aspect of camp to prepare for, number three, worship. Worship. You need to prepare for worship. We're going to have the incredible opportunity to sing praises in song to our king, to our God. Just like we do tonight, uh, before and after the message, we're going to sing praises to our God. Are you ready? Are you ready to worship the Lord together? Now, let me tell you two types of students who might be coming to camp this year. Okay, Two types of students who are even here today. Number one. There are those who will get worship right. You will get worship right. You will understand worship. Meaning you don't care what anyone else thinks. You're going to lift your voice high. You're going to sing loudly because you love God so much that you don't care what anybody else thinks. Even if my voice is terrible, I'm going to sing so loud because I know that God is watching me. And I want to glorify him through my worship in song. That's the first type of person. You're going to get worship right. And you understand the importance of worship, not caring what anybody else thinks. If this is you, amen, I love, I love, I love hearing your voice. No matter how it sounds, when you sing loudly on Wednesday nights, when you sing loudly at camp, I, that, that just brings me the most joy. And Dojo would say the same thing. We love hearing your voices. We love hearing you sing to God and praising him. So there are those who will get worship right. But there are some here who get worship wrong. Maybe you just don't get it. Maybe you don't take worship very seriously. When we sing together, you choose to talk to your friends, make a paper airplane, or maybe you even choose to laugh at others who are singing really loud. And I would say to you, the Lord is not pleased with your worship, with your worship. Maybe you just don't take it seriously. In the Old Testament times, people would sacrifice their best animals as their worship to the Lord. 
their very best animals, the ones that can make them the most money, the, the ones that can feed them the most, they would sacrifice to the Lord because they loved God so much. And that was their form of worship. But some people got worship wrong. And they began to send off their already dying animals to sacrifice to the Lord. They began to send off the sick ones, the ugly ones that they didn't want anyways. And God was not pleased with that worship because he knows your heart. He knows where you're coming from. And if you're worshiping him wrongly, he knows and he's not pleased. In fact, in Malachi chapter 1, verse 14, you can write that down. Malachi 1, 14, God says this, but cursed be the swindler who has a male in his flock and vows it, but sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am a great king, says the Lord of hosts, says Yahweh. And my name is feared among the nations. You may laugh, but the Lord Yahweh is not laughing. As you prepare for camp, come ready to worship the Lord with a right heart, to sing praises loudly, and to not care about what your voice sounds like because of how much you love God and how much you want to worship Him. That's going to trump everything else, is your love for God. The next aspect of camp I'd like you to prepare for is number four, service. Service. If I asked you to list the top three reasons that you go to camp would service be on that list probably not you probably wouldn't think i'm going to camp to serve you're probably thinking i'm going to camp to have fun and i'm going to camp maybe if you're you're starting to get the right mindset to to worship right and to hear god's word like we just talked about but how many of you think i'm going to camp to serve well you should We often think of camp as an opportunity to get away from home, no chores, no parents, a week with our friends having nothing but a good time. We think of camp as an opportunity to soak in truth, to spend time being refreshed, to deepen our walk with the Lord. But do we ever think about serving? Do you ever think that camp is an opportunity for you not just to receive, but to give? John chapter 13 Verses 14 through 17. John 13, 14 through 17 says this. If I then, the Lord and the teacher, washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. Jesus gave us the example it is, one, it is one of serving one another. And as you prepare to camp, you need to prepare yourself to actually serve each other, to think of each other. Okay? Service. Number five, outreach and fellowship. Outreach and fellowship. At camp, you have a great opportunity to minister to those around you. What will your conversations be? There are new visitors coming to camp. Are any new visitors here today? Yes, we have one new visitor here, over there. Welcome, right here. This is Mark, right? Mark, so good to have you. And your name was? Olivia. 
So good to have you. And you're, you've been with us for a little while, so it's okay. Good to see you again. But there's new visitors that are coming. There's people who really don't know about Jesus, who, who, who aren't saved. Are you going to glorify God with your actions? Are you going to share with them about Christ? Maybe when they're like looking around and they're kind of confused and they're wondering what's going on. Are you going to help them along? Are you going to serve them? Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 through 4. Philippians 2, 3 through 4 says, Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Will you put others ahead of yourself at this camp? Will you seek to outreach those who are lost? That's on you. That's your responsibility. You have to prepare yourself. Number six, games, free time, and meals. Games, free time, and meals. Now, what can I possibly say about meals? How can you prepare yourself for meals? You've got to starve yourself this whole time so you go ready to eat at camp, right? No. That's all I'm trying to say. First uh, Corinthians 10.31 is what I'll say. First Corinthians 10.31 says, Whether then you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. You have the opportunity to, even if you're playing games, even if you have free time, even if you're in a meal, just eating and conversating with your friends, you have the opportunity to glorify God through everything that you do. And so you should be seeking and thinking of ways that you can glorify him through every single action, through every single word, and through every single thought. Are you glorifying God with your actions? Will you wake up early in the morning to read God's word, to, to do your morning devotional? Or will you stay up all night, even though we said, you got to go to sleep, you got to go to sleep, you're going to stay up all night, and then you're just going to wake up late, not do your morning devotional, not get your time in God's word. Is that glorifying God with your time? You're going to have free time. You're going to have good meals. You're going to play fun games. But we're always seeking to glorify the Lord through everything that we do. Right? Okay. Prepare in that way. Last thing. Number seven. The seventh aspect that you should prepare for for camp is fun. We are going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be so much fun. And I want you to be excited. I want you to to be looking forward to it. I want you to have fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, okay? If you're coming, be excited. If you're not coming, reconsider, rethink, ask your parents, tell your parents, Terrell really invited me. He said we can go no matter what the situation is. And if it's money, mom or dad, like, just talk to him. He said he could help you out. Just talk to me. We can get you to camp. And you can still invite your friends to camp, okay? Honestly, I'm going to tell you that Sunday is the last day to sign up for camp. But if you tell me, like, hey, my friend wants to come to camp on Monday, then I'll be like, okay, he can come in. Come on. It's okay, okay? Camp is going to be fun. Are you excited for camp? I want you to prepare for camp. I want you to bring the right clothes and everything on the packing list, but I also want you to prepare your hearts, okay? Be praying now.
Pray to God that he will change your heart for the better, that he will, he will change you to become more like him during this camp, okay? You can pray for that, and the Lord will hear your prayers. Amen? Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you give us the opportunity to meet together, to have fun, and even to go to camp. Lord, not everybody gets to go to camp. Not everybody even knows about camp. But yet you give us this unique opportunity to have lots of fun, to get away for the weekend, and most importantly, to build our relationship with you, to have undistracted time with your living, breathing, active word. And I pray that your truth would transform our lives during camp, that the truth of the gospel, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins, that that amazing sacrifice, that that sacrificial love would change our hearts. And and we would even look to your resurrection, that you not only died for our sins, but you rose again three days later to bring us new life, to defeat death forever. Lord, I pray that we would look to you, be in awe of who you are, just be amazed by your character, and in turn, Change who we are to reflect, to be more like your son, to be more like you. Lord, thank you. Thank you for camp. Help us now as we prepare for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Terrell, for that encouragement for our students. And uh, I pray that uh, that really is pumping everybody to get excited for camp next week. So let's all stand up. And-